They're like the best standard drink just to get for like social. The default fucking social interaction drink has to be a Corona with lime. I, I would say it used to be that. I think now it's it's a seltzer, any type of hard seltzer. Yeah. Because then you immediately have a conversation. Oh, what are you drinking? A Truly? Oh, I, you know, Truly not really for me. I like the high noons. Oh, you like the high noons? I prefer the fucking, uh, the Yelp boys, the, the happy dads. <laughs> I like the happy dads. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Sunday Sauce, your grandmother's favorite podcast. It's Vinny, it's Phil. This is the last time, ladies and gents, that you will be seeing the mobile setup looking like this. For the next episode, for the Meatball episode on Wednesday, you guys will have a whole new quality of travel Vinny. All right, I got a new computer. We're going to get into it. We're going to talk about it. But first, if you guys didn't know, every Wednesday we drop a new episode. $4.99 a month will get you access to over a year's worth of bonus Sunday Sauce content. And Phil... I want to know how you doing today. Doing good, Vin. This that was past a weekend, opening, wasn't it? That was really strong. I mean, strong you just opening. went off the cuff right there. That's how I do. Vinny deficits. How are you? You know, I've been going out quite a lot. Yeah. Yeah, a little, little drinking action. Oh shit! I'm also hungover, and it's been two days. By the way, I'm an old man, Phil. I can't recover like I used to. Uh, yeah, yesterday was kind of rough, but yesterday I had a great day. Tell me about it. Tell us all about it. Were you in Canada yesterday, or were you aware of the weather that we had here? Just got back to Canada yesterday evening, so I, I did feel the weather yesterday. It was a beautiful day. It was vintage I think it was the best. Yeah, weather. yeah, yeah. You know those days where you're just outside, and you're like, wow, this is life? Yeah. It's one, it one of those. Channel your inner primal, and you just become one with the earth, walk outside mm-hmm. barefoot, let the electrolytes hit your toes. It's fantastic. Yeah. Went for a nice nature walk with one of my boys. Very nice. Had some deep intellectual conversations, and sometimes you need those. Yeah. Also, I said electrolytes. That's that's not from the earth. You would get that in a food substance, right? Yeah. <laughs> like what, what am I thinking of? Like electromagnetism uh, from the ground, I guess? Yeah, prime energy. That's where you get yeah, your yeah. electrolytes from. Exactly. Just kidding. So you don't get any salt this, in that. Tell me about this nature walk with your boys. There's a uh, state park near me, and it is just like the most gorgeous view. You got some beach action. Mm. I'll, I'll take you there. We got, we got, it's like, it's like taking a bath in the forest. Yes. You, you I have like your a, soul. I have like a fetish for when trees overhang, you know what I mean? Like they're symmetrical and then they, the canopy has some shade. That, that, that's what gets me hard. This is how I know you're just getting older. You're, you're not a little boy anymore. You're a man, Phil, because now you yeah. appreciate some good shrubbery. When you Literally. appreciate good shrubbery in your in your life, you know that you're ascending to a higher life form, a higher being. I'm trying to think this, what else though, I've been I, up I to. I need to sit underneath a tree with some good shade and just feel the breeze hit my face. I went to a wedding on Friday night. Congratulations to Matt and Meg. It was a very fun wedding. Haven't been to a wedding in like over a year. Open bar, of course. And I went into the wedding saying, you know what? Haven't gotten drunk in a while. Let's have like a classic Vinny drunk evening. Well, Phil... Uh- <laughs> So let me tell you, man, I I thought I wasn't recovering from hangovers too good like last year. Fast forward to this year, man, 2022, 26-year-old going on 27-year-old Vinny. Dog, I've been beat up for 48 hours. I slept in today till like 1.30. I'm still hurting. I still feel puffy. I'm dehydrated. I'm chugging water left and right, but it doesn't seem to be replenishing me at all. I don't know what's going on over here. A little bit fucked up. You need some electrolytes. Up. That's what you need. I know. And electromagnetism from the earth. Yeah, but you got to take your thank socks God, off. Thank God this open bar didn't have shots. Because let me tell you, if this would have had a shot situation, I probably wouldn't be here with you today, Phil. Yeah, you would probably just, be solo on the Sunday sauce. You'd have to find a replacement because I would be six feet under. Even just with mixed drinks. Yo, they had heavy hands, these bartenders, man. There was a drink called uh, the Fernizzle Whizzle. Matt's name's Matt Fernay, and he had a drink named after him called the Fernizzle Whizzle. And I got to tell you, it was fucking delicious. It had cherries in it, pineapples in it. I love me a tropical drink, Phil. I'm yeah, a tropical yeah, yeah. guy, you know? So I was just pounding those back all night. And listen, the dancing was the first time that me and Kylie were in a setting where we could both dance. We haven't been to like a club together. We haven't been to like a big party like this together. So we went to this wedding, and we were just freaking Bonnie and Clyde out there on the dance floor. Great partners. Just fucking vibing, <laughs> all right? Moving, feeling the feeling the rhythm. I saw you, know you tearing what? it up. Oh, yeah. They gave me a blue sequence jacket at one point. 
and I was fucking tearing it up in the blue sequence with the uh, with the groom. And a lot of these, uh, a lot of this footage ended up on Instagram, and a lot yep. of people were hitting me up saying we love the jacket. And I had to be honest. Listen, it's not mine. They just gave. I it thought to it me. was your jacket. I know. Everyone thought I rolled up to this wedding in a blue sequence jacket. This is why you guys got to follow me on Instagram, by the way, at Vinny at Phillyon, because we post some fucking gems I on don't. Instagram. Yeah, I Phil don't. posts once every uh, Haley's Comet. But don't worry, I hear yeah. it's coming. I hear the Haley's Comet's coming, you know? But yeah. yeah, the wedding was good. It was nice to see like a bunch of old friends from high school. And it was just really fun. Me and Kylie had our first slow dance to uh, that Elvis song. You know, like that classic Elvis song? I think um, so. Let me pull it up. It's like, I love you. Can't help yes, falling yes, yes, in yes. love. Oh, yep. let me tell you. Now that is an experience, okay? You just... Slow dancing, going left, going right. Elvis just has this like hypno- hypnotic, very transcendent voice, man. You just you feel yeah. like you teleport to another location. Kind of goes through time. Oh yeah, he's amazing. I honestly now this is gonna help me really get like deep into his catalog. Um, I'm gonna check out uh, the situation. There's yeah, this one video, very fun, where I guess he's at like the end of his life and he's like suffering from I forget what sickness he had. But he was, like, struggling, but it was, like, the most, like, cathartic performance ever. It made me cry when I watched it. Let me see if I could find it. But. Dude, there, there are some performances. There's, I think it's, is it, who who sings Piano Man? Um, uh, Billy Joel. Billy Joel. <laughs> I, I was, I wanted to say Billy Joel, but I didn't want to say the wrong name and get absolutely toasted. He's a I feel strong like I islander. Billy Joel was doing Piano Man at um one of the stadiums that the Mets played at at the time. It, it might have been... City Field? City Field. I think that was it. So he's singing Piano Man. All of a sudden, he just stops singing when the piano's going, and the whole crowd is singing back to him. And you just feel like, can you imagine what it would feel like to just have like 50,000 plus people or however many people fit in that stadium singing something that you wrote and recorded? It's, It's probably the best feeling on earth. I feel like Piano Man is just like an anthem. You know what it's I mean? It's so good. It's so every verse, and it's actually such a sad song. That's the crazy part. Here's my here's my thing, right? Because I haven't been out in a long time. I went out two nights in a row. That that's new for you, boy. Holy shit, this yeah. guy! <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So the first night, it was me and the boys, and it was just like it was a great fucking night. Part of the reason why it was a great night was because whoever was on the fucking DJ booth, whoever was on the aux. They were playing anthems, anthems. There's a difference between a song and an anthem, you know? Oh, 100%. There's music that was made to be danced to and music that was just made to be made. There's a clear distinction there. Like, it's kind of overdone, but every time it comes on, it's it's nuts. You know what I'm about to say? No, 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 no. Not not, not Papas. Oh, forget it. When that song comes on, I I do crazy things. Okay, so that's... flips on the dance floor. The guy Faruko who made that song actually became like a born again Christian because that wow. song Papas means pills. So he's talking mm. about just like doing drugs and getting high and like clapping cheeks. Damn. So he just like denounced all of that after making millions of dollars off that song. <laughs> kind of weird. Like, this, but. this song is great, but it's not me anymore. Yeah. No, Mr. Bright, Mr. Brightside. Oh, yeah. That played at the wedding. There's a video okay. of a mosh pit of everyone just... That song just, you know what that song is the perfect representation of? It usually plays, I feel like, at the end of a shindig because it just feels like the roll credits. You know what I mean? Kind of. The night is over. You've reached the 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 epicenter of the night. Everyone had a great time, and now it's Mr. Brightside. The nucleus. Yeah, you hit the central nervous system. You had a great time, then everyone's ready to go home. It's beautiful. Yeah, they great, they were just playing banger after banger after banger, and then they hit us with a sicko mode, and we all looked at each other. We we're like, "But what are we doing here?" Listen, no, no shade to Travis Scott and sicko mode, but you know, it's just it's not an anthem. It's it's, it's a great not, song. It's not an anthem. Maybe it's an anthem for these young kids today that you know, sicko mode is their piano man. But let me tell you, when you just say that sentence, it just doesn't feel right. Right. Maybe it's somebody's Mr. Brightside, but again, doesn't feel right. If you type in Bar Anthem on Spotify, Mr. Brightside comes up. Of course it does, dude. 
Bro, they were no, playing. No, like I'm, they, I'm serious. <laughs> they, they, this wedding that I was at, Megan Matt did a great job with the fucking set list because the music was amazing and the MC was fantastic as well. When they were doing their first slow dance, he was like, "Oh, I think I'm watching Dancing with the Stars." I'm like, "I love this guy already. He's got a great fucking delivery." And let me tell you about my fucking fit, Phil. I went with the no tie for this wedding. Now I normally don't do this. I'm normally always a tie guy at these uh, yep. at these shindigs. Kylie was like, "Why don't you do try? Why don't you try not rocking the tie? Like, leave the top button open." So I had, wow, I had my my hairy chest puffing out. Yep, I had the, the hair. sex appeal was out. Bro, I was looking sexy. I won't even lie right now. I was an 11 out of 10. God damn it, wow. I was a fucking 15 out of 10. Here's the thing. Hair was done. We're going to talk about my hair in a second. Meatballs, you know where we're going with this, but we got to talk to the public we're audience. Going to, we're going to Turkey. Shit. We're going to Turkey, but we'll get to that. <laughs> so I had on the blue, navy blue with the uh, with the plaid jacket. I had like an off baby blue shirt. So it wasn't nice. white. It wasn't blue. It was somewhere in the middle. It was fantastic. Blue pants, solid color. And then I had on these shoes that were like a brownish. Match the belt. Because you always got to match the shoes with the belt. It's wedding season to. 101. <sighs> Phil, I was I was feeling like a shining star out there. I had the nice watch on. Had on the fucking nice glasses. Feeling good. Bopping and weaving through the crowd. Getting my fucking jersey shore on with certain songs. <laughs> had the Vinnie Guadagnino fist pump coming out. It was a beautiful night. And it was interesting because a lot of people that I saw at the wedding, they were like, yo, you look so good. You lost so much weight. And I hadn't seen them in a while. So in my head, we've been talking about this on the podcast. I gained 10 pounds in the last six months. Yeah. So for me, like I'm feeling chunky. But you're, to hear up, everyone, you're up, yeah. To hear everyone be like, yo, you're looking good. It, it was like a nice, yo, I, I'm still looking good. This is still a good foundation to then shred the weight again and get even leaner. But a lot of friends were telling me, stay at this weight. Just go to maintenance now. You look great. And I was like, I appreciate that. Thank you for that. I mean, they don't call you Vinny deficit for nothing. Listen, they call me Vinny Deficits because I'm always in that calorie deficit. Let me tell you, my maintenance, 2,500. If you go 21, 22, even 23, you're still in a great situation. I think I just fucking crushed 2,000 calories for lunch. I'm a little sleepy because let me tell you about this sandwich I ate, right? Oh, you know, you you are, before you even go, I just want to give you a compliment off the bat. You're a sandwich connoisseur, and I, I, I appreciate that about you. I thank you. Thank you. So there's this place near me. They make quite possibly the best Italian heroes I've ever had in my life. This guy, he's a chef at a restaurant in New York City. He's retired, I'm pretty sure. Mm. Now he's got this low-key, like beautiful little Italian bistro where he Mm. sources the ingredients from like fresh farmers markets. Like, dude, if there's one thing out of place, it's in the garbage this man, this man's attention to detail is just like, it's cracked. So I've, I've been going down the list of sandwiches. I've had the fucking Paisan. I've had the, the 12th street. I've had all these sandwiches, right? Amazing. I was feel, feeling a little frisky today. I was like, you know what? Give me the eggplant sandwich. Ooh, fried eggplant or grilled? It's gotta be fried, right? Fried. Nice. Strong. Listen to this. Strong. Out of all the menu items. The one that is like vegetarian is not actually vegetarian because it's on prosciutto bread. Mm. So it's prosciutto bread, toasted. One side is smeared with sun-dried tomato paste. The other side is smeared with fresh pesto. You're fucking me up right now. I haven't eaten today yet, and I'm getting a little bit hungry, Phil. Globs of fresh mozzarella, fried eggplant. Hell yeah, bro. When I tell you, there's something else on there, but it's escaping me. Either way, mystery Italian ingredient. Yeah, it's something. And I ate this shit and thought I was going to have a heart attack, but it was worth it. Listen, I'm glad that you survived. I'm glad you're here right now doing the pod with me. I probably am going to order some some sort of DoorDash item when we're done with the pod. Kylie's out at a bridal shower right now, and then she's getting dinner with a friend. So I'm going to have to figure out. How, what is your boy going to eat in, in America's hat tonight? What is your boy going to eat on this lovely Sunday fun day? You know what I'm yeah. thinking? I'm thinking I order a sandwich now. You've inspired me. I notice you're wearing a nice pink hoodie Ooh, that has sir. a specific logo on it. Ooh, sir. Yo, thank you, Phil, for noticing. Yo, yeah, is, I, that, I, uh, is this man an alpha elite athlete? 
I, I wish I was an athlete for Alpha Elite. Listen, if you, I know you do got the connection. So if you want to freaking you know, slide my Instagram handle to a certain somebody's DM box, yeah, yeah, yeah. I wouldn't be upset with you. But yeah, Kylie surprised me and got me this hoodie. I have it in red, too. I'm sure you've seen I've worn the red one or the burgundy. I like the pink. I like love the pink. Love the pink, dude. It, it's, you know, they make really fucking good shit. And I love all the new drops that they have. And Kylie loves all the drops that they have. And it's just very cozy stuff. So I was like, yo, I'll, I'll wear the new hood. For the uh, for the new episode of the podcast, I want to talk about some some real life ASMR scenarios for a moment. Okay, I recently had one. Let's hear it. I had two actually last week because, as you guys know, I got a haircut. That was a, an ASMR experience. You know, some about clippers just on the side of your head here in the. <laughs> you know, I don't know why, just relaxing. And then the sounds of the scissors cutting, great. I went to Micro Center to pick up a new laptop, which I got behind me over there on the table. Nice. Uh, I needed a more permanent setup while I was here in Canada because I'm going to be in Canada for a very long time, probably like for the next, at the longest, the next month, at the most uh, short, at the minimum, two weeks. Um, I might have to go You're back. You're not going to be back for the next two weeks? Well, because here's the thing. Hey, Sebastian, how are you? So I wanted to get a setup, Phil, that I could do full work while here. He's freaking adorable. He's amazing. Did he just sneak in behind me? Yeah, he just, he's laying on the bed now. He's chilling. But he came into the room? Yeah, 100%. That's why I got all excited because I saw him just scamper in. Didn't even know he was behind you? No, I didn't. I didn't hear him. He's stealthy. He's a phantom, dude. Anyway, so yeah, I'm going to be here for a while, and I needed to get, like, a better workstation than just my MacBook Pro, because I need to be able to record my Pokemon videos with the gang. So I'm asking this guy at Micro Center, I'm like, what would you say is the best computer for what I want to do? And we're talking about different things, and I had this moment where I was standing here, listening to this guy talk about a computer while showing me the specs, and I started feeling the tingles. I'm like, oh, shit. I became self-aware at that moment. I'm having a real-life ASMR situation. And then you just get into the situation where you're like, damn, tell me more about more computers because this is hella relaxing. I had myself a little bit of a relaxation day. So this guy was just describing computers to you and you were like, oh, that's nice. It was just a nice, safe, relaxing day. And then we ended up picking one. The one that I really wanted wasn't in stock, but this one is just as good, if not better. It was just very fucking pricey. But I was like, you know what? If I'm investing into me, investing into the business... It's okay. I'm going to figure it out. So I got to set this thing up. That's why this is going to be the last episode that looks like this because now I have, I brought one of these. We got the fucking, we got the Shure SM7B over here. I got a mixer coming in on Amazon. I got the cam link that I brought from my house. So I'll have an actual Sony camera. All that's going to plug into a dock that then plugs into the laptop. And we should be able to go full mobile setup uh, while we're here. So fingers crossed that everything gets situated very nice. And uh, yeah, I'll be I'll be looking much more HD in the next coming episodes. That's pretty sick. I'm excited to see it. Yeah, and you know what else I gotta I'm excited make... to see? What? What's up? Well, before I segue, you're about to say something. Go ahead. <laughs> well, <laughs> all right. So we're going back to the bars, right? Okay. Second night was a little bit of a bust, but it, both nights it's getting to the point now where like I get recognized, like. Every fucking time. Like, I don't, I don't know what it is, but I have to say all the interactions are great. I love them. Fuck yeah. There's just, there's just one thing that you probably, you could probably expect of what they say. You, 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 you gotta, you gotta give me more than that. There's a lot of things that people can say. Yo, are you Philly on bro? Love your fitness content, bro. Well, that, (laughs) I used to watch your videos. (laughs) Oh God! <laughs> no, no, no oh. not, not all of them. Not all of them. Um, that's, I did have a really that's killer, man. That's shout out Joe. He shout was like, Joe. he was like, man, I gotta say, you know, I've been watching you for years, and your new content, it's out of fucking control. And I was like, Yo. yeah, <laughs> let's get this guy a fucking drink. Let's get this guy a fucking shot, Joey Pagatonis, baby! Oh, Joe was probably the star of the show that night. Yeah. Oh, God, your dog's looking at you like you're fucking crazy over here. I know, he's he's used to it. Absolutely. Yeah, no, that's exciting, though. You know, that, that'll make you feel... That'll make you feel special at the bar. Absolutely. 
Anything else happened at the bar that you want to talk about? Trying to think. I feel what the, awkward. What was the go-to drink of the night? Oh, that's what I want to say. Okay. There you go. My new favorite drink by far. By fucking far. Vodka Red Bull. Oh, okay. So you're on your heart attack phase. You're <laughs> big fried cutlet sandwiches with fucking yep. fried vegetables and fried yep. meats. And then what do you do on the fucking weekends when you get some you time? You fucking have Red Bull and vodka, a suppressant and a depressant. Yep. Not a good no, situation. No, 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 you just, you said a suppressant and a depressant. It's the same shit. Hold a on. stimulant and That's a depressant. It. It's a stimulant and a depressant. There you go. Yeah. yeah. See, I'm still drunk because from the wedding. Don't mind me. I like to operate in between those two things, you know, because mm. I'm a sad boy at heart, but I like to get a little buzzed with some stimmies, AKA caffeine. You got to do it. You got to fucking do it. Listen, here's the thing <laughs> no, with like the, the vodka taste. Red Bulls. If you're going to do it, at least from my experience, I'm the fucking expert. Just have like one. You know what I mean? If you're if you're running into the habit of having Can't three or four, you're gonna Can't you're gonna that. die. Don't do that. Have one I, fucking vodka Red Bull. And honestly, I wouldn't even have the one. Phil's a trained behemoth. He's an alpha. He can handle a vodka Red Bull. You know, if, if you don't even if you don't know that you're an alpha, if you're still if you're still a little beta bitch boy and you go and order a vodka Red Bull, you might be leaving in a fucking woo 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 fucking ambulance. You got to be careful. You know what's you know what I had too. Jaeger Red Bull. Oh, gee. Yo, so you just, you were on like a fucking fuckboy frat boy night. <laughs> Jaeger bombs I, I, and fucking vodka Red Bull. Uh, this guy's fucking, yeah, I'm glad you had a big sandwich the next day because your breath in the morning was probably on blast. Probably. Uh, that smell of Jaeger the next morning, the taste. Oh, my God. It's, you can't, you can't be doing that, mate. Do you get a specific taste of Jaeger the next day? Always. It's the taste of death. Oh, right. <laughs> it's just, it's just, you just feel like, wow, I'm, I'm, I'm almost out of here. I'm also I realizing I love that like the best standard drink just to get for like social, I guess, social, uh, interactions. The, the, the default fucking social interaction drink has to be a Corona with lime. I, I would say it used to be that. I think now it's, it's a seltzer, any type of hard seltzer. Yeah. Because then you immediately have a conversation. Oh, what are you drinking? A truly? Oh, I, you know, truly not really for me. I like the high noons. Oh, you like the high noons? I prefer the fucking, uh, the Yelp boys, the, the happy dads. Happy th- I like the happy dads. <laughs> oh, you like happy dads? Me? I'm more of a fucking Montauk, my guy. I'm a Montauk type of guy. Yep. Well, I like the White Claw. And then you just, you know, everyone's got a fucking favorite. Hey, have you tried the the, the White Claw Surge? Oh, yeah. You tried Surge. The surge will put a pep in your step, I'll tell you that. You'll put a little pep in your step. I personally like High Noons the best, by the way. I've I've established it. I like Montauk Seltzers the best. Yeah, you've always been a Montauk Seltzer type of guy. We had Montauk Seltzers the episode we had Wildey on for the first time, and I remember yep. being hammered. They were very tasty. High very Noons delicious. are damn good, too, though. Yeah, no, they're very delicious. I just, you know what it is? I'm okay with, we have another wedding at the end of the month. And I'm, I'm looking forward to it because this wedding was so much fucking fun. Like, I haven't had that much fun in a really long time. And, I, and I'm excited for an open bar. I'm excited to have some drinks. But, dude, like, I swear to you, I don't know I don't know whether I should get home, have an Advil, and then just, like, chug a Pedialyte, like, immediately. Or just <laughs> chug, like, eight waters before I go to bed. But, dude, like, I couldn't even communicate yesterday. Like, we, like I was having conversations, and I was just like, I'm not, nothing's registering up here. It's, I'm, 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 like a, I'm like a shell of a human. Right. Doesn't, like, your brain swell <laughs> after you drink? Yeah, probably. Which is not good. I already got a fucking giant head. They call me eggplant yeah. head at the uh, at the barbershop. I can tell you that. No. Yeah, true story. I, I, that's not a joke. They called you eggplant head. Eggplant head. <laughs> I went back to a barber for the first time in a while. And this this guy's the nicest guy. And I'm glad I'm back uh, at this barbershop because he's, he's absolutely crushing fuck? it. I've never seen a dome like this. No, but he's cut my hair. Holy he's like, and he goes, shit. He starts laughing. He goes, oh, yeah, we used to call you the eggplant head. I was like, yeah, well, you know, my head's still an eggplant shape. What are you going to do? He used to, him and his boys, his barbershop the quartet, squad. The squad. used to call you eggplant head. <laughs> Phil, I. I, I tell no lies. No lies detected. This is what happened when I would walk That's in. That's fucked up. I would have just Listen, been like, you know what? You know what? I'm here's good. What I'll, Here. Here's what I'll say. Maybe I've just had weird experiences at barbershops. In my opinion, sometimes to get a good cut, 
you got to get fucking roasted on a skewer. Maybe I'm just going to strange places, you know? But let me know. Usually, I feel like in a barbershop, the barbers love the bust balls. It, it's yeah. the prime epicenter of ball busting. Hey, you're right. You'll sit down. Hey, Phil, how are you, you piece of shit? What do you want, you fucking scumbag? I think I might just start going to salons, to be honest with you. I feel like the vibe is way better. I feel like there's more attention to detail. And again, yeah. this is not like a broad statement here. Like I, from the places that I've been to, I feel like when I've been to like a salon and got my hair cut, it's been like a better vibe all around. But yeah, my, my boy that's cutting my hair now, he does a great job. And you know what? If I just get called eggplant head in a fun way, that's okay. That's the least of my concerns. All right. Let's let's tell the people about where we're where we're going next because if you miss this segment, you're not a meatball. That's okay. Mm-hmm. We we still forgive you. At any point, you could join the meatball crew. Yeah, four ninety nine a month. But, but last we, episode, we learned about this real quick. Remember when we were going through history class? There was a a, a ticket you could buy to get into heaven. What was it called? An indulgence? An indulgences? Do you remember what I'm talking about? No, sounds no familiar. But I don't think it's called an indulgence. Oh, let me let me Google this before we continue. Indulgence. I just remember my. Uh, let's see. Oh yeah, what is an indulgence? An indulgence is the full or partial remission of temporal punishment for sins after the sinner confesses and receives absolution. Okay, yep. so okay. here's where I'm going with this. In the event that you're not a meatball right now, yeah, you're probably going to hell. But if you become a meatball <laughs> at any point, you'll ascend to heaven. Go on. Phil. Yeah. It's it's an indulgence. Absolutely. I forgot what I was going to say, dude. We were talking about going to Turkey. Yeah, yeah. yeah. There you go. There you go. Because that's where you wanted to pivot, right? A hundred percent. I want to pivot there. I got a lot to say. Okay. Did, did you? Get, okay. First of all, let, let's prime them. Last week or last member episode, we had we had a conversation where we're both atrophying in some ways. Yeah. Vin thinks his hairline is jumping backwards. Mm-hmm. I think I'm losing muscle, right? Yeah. These are two things where we're atrophying. Uh, we're not used to it. So we had we had a bro talk about it. Now, we said that Vinny needs to go to a doctor and get get an expert opinion or he's got he's to identify the source of where this thought process is coming from. So do you have any new updates or any new yeah, realizations? I, here's the thing. I went to uh, my mother and father's house the day before we went to this wedding. And uh, we were talking, we were looking at old photos. Listen, I'm about 99.9% sure that my hairline is indeed thinning and also running backwards. This is happening. Okay. This is a fact. This is not, this is not hypothesis. This anymore. is not pseudoscience anymore. But here's the thing. Now, if you've noticed, Phil, today I'm, I don't have my hair styled backward. I'm just yep. wearing it flat and forward right out of the shower. Didn't even brush it. Right now, it appears that there's no issue. The right. issue occurs when I style the hair up, and I notice that over here, it's starting to really protrude backward a little bit. But honestly, today, it's not looking too bad. Another thing that I realized, I haven't been wearing hats for the last week. I don't know if this is a mental thing. I don't know if this is placebo, whatever. I feel like the hair has gotten better since I stopped wearing the hats. You got to let I your head like just, fucking breathe, You got to let the hair breathe. You got to let the photosynthesis hit it. I'm like a plant, you know? I got a cell wall. I need my fucking chloroplasts to absorb the sun's rays. But we talked about it. You know, my dad lost his hair. He ended up getting the surgery at one point. I was like, yo, dad, I might do this like as soon as possible just to ensure that my hairline in the front will look good. And for those of you that are watching this episode, you might be thinking, Vinny, you look fine. You just got to trust me on this one. It might not be bad right now, but as the years go on, it's probably only going to get worse. And if you look at my hair when it's spiked up, if you watch the last member episode, you'll know exactly what I'm talking about because it was on full display. It's it's definitely getting thinner. It's definitely going backward a little bit. But, you know, if if I get a consultation and they tell me, listen, we can fix this, then you know what? Let's fucking shake, rattle, and roll, boys, because I feel fucking good without a hat on. I really do. Yeah, you look good without a hat on. I appreciate that, Phil. No, your hair looks good today. I feel like it actually looks very good today. Yeah, it's not, you know... It's not, I got a lot of fucking hair and it grows very fast, but apparently there's two different types of the surgery. There's a surgery where they'll actually slice the skin off the back of your scalp and then do the planting. That's what my dad got. It's insane, bro. (laughs) Okay. Yeah. Or they do this thing where like a machine goes in the back of the hair and like removes the follicles and then they plant it at the top of your head. But regardless, I'm definitely going to go get a uh, expert opinion and figure out what the fuck is going on. 
and I'll keep the Sunday Sauce family um, posted every step of the way. Because we talked about this on the member episode, man. It's like, you know, no guy wants to lose his hair. Nobody really wants to lose their hair. You know what I mean? It's it's something that we all may go through at some particular point in your life. It's a part of getting older. For a lot of dudes, especially, you know, you get older, you get those 25 to 35 range, you start losing hair. But I'm going to be open and talk about it because, you know what, maybe there's someone out there going through a similar situation and you'll find relatability and comfort in that. And I got you guys. But, you know, that's that's what I've been dealing with the last couple of days. I lifted for the first time. How'd that feel? Okay, this is, this is going to sound really stupid. I only have 10-pound dumbbells here Okay. because that's what Wildy works out with when she does the Peloton. Absolutely. So I was like, you know what? Let me do a little grease the groove. Are you familiar with that idea? You got you to gotta re-enlighten my memory here. Grease the groove. So greasing the groove is basically like just doing reps, just doing reps, greasing the groove in the sense of like putting a little WD-40 on those joints, just taking mm. it slow. Like mm-hmm. it's mainly used in like calisthenics. So like say you haven't done, say your max pull-ups are like 20, right? But you haven't done pull-ups in two weeks. Okay. You may only, may only be able to get like, 14 because you're not like peaked right gotcha. so you grease the groove by doing like 10 sets of fucking five and then like you do that for a couple days and then you're back to 2020 you know what i mean very nice so you're just basically in a period of time where you're warming back up to get to your potential that you were at before yeah, so you stopped the lifting basically i was doing a bunch of different just like pyramid drop sets like mm-hmm. uh overhead press fucking listen Weight is weight. So if you do enough reps, like you're going to feel it. And 100%. at the end, I was like shaking, bro. I did. I did a lot of reps, but I was sore as shit the next day. Um, you want to talk and about while I was doing it, while I was doing it, I was looking in the mirror. I was like, yo, we're going to get back into this. <laughs> oh, you got the inspiration mirror look. huh? We love that. Yeah, we absolutely yeah, yeah, love yeah. that. Yeah. Speaking of sore, I went on a run uh, last week for the first time in a while. I did two miles. And I, th- I think I brought this up on the member episode, but I'll elaborate on what the fuck went down. Two miles. I had a pretty good pace. I think it was sub. It was definitely sub 10. It was like nine something, maybe eight something. I can look it up in a second. Um, but I felt good after the run. The next day, my back was like, it was a little bit tight when I would turn like this from side to side, a little bit tight. I went to the wedding and I was like, when I tell you guys I was dancing the entire fucking night, like I was busting moves my dudes like i was crushing this shit right the next day dog and today literally like my mobility this is the farthest that i can go without searing pain on my right like underneath my right lat it's not quite lower back but it's not upper back it's like right in the middle and this way it's killing me too like both ways i can't really pivot right now just like sheer pain yeah i guess just from going like this and like constantly doing like little twists Maybe I didn't warm up enough. I definitely didn't warm up enough. Regardless, though, I'm fucking hurting right now. And it, it's I'm going to have to ice it and do some foam rolling and do some stretching because this shit hurts, my guy. What do you think of cupping? I know we've talked about it before. I, I, I'm not opposed to doing it. I just never would want to do it. Because I'm sure there are some scientific so... benefits to it, but it's not for it's me. Just... <laughs> the fact that you have to walk around with, like, giant welts... For like three weeks, like they don't go away. <laughs> it's a lot. It's definitely a lot. It's uh, it's something that like I feel like if we did try it, we would have to make content out of it. I'm not right. just getting my back, you know, looking like a fucking what's that candy with all the little circles on it, the rainbow fucking, dots. Yeah, I'm not. Just, I'm not gonna have these dots all over my back, Phil, and fucking you know, not make a fucking video right. out of it or a short or a reel or whatever. Got to make the content. But yeah, I'm I, th- I think they pain. are just called dots, stretching. right? What'd you say? I think they're just called dots, right? Those like shitty ass fucking. Well, no, dots are like the little gummies. I'm talking about like there's like a white sheet of paper and they have yeah, yeah, all yeah. the rainbow things on the them. wax paper with, with yeah, the yeah, little yeah. like that chalk. I thought those yes. were just called dots. No, dots are like in the yellow container and they have like the, the red, gummy. Green, yeah, yeah. Oh, the dots are fucking great. I will never disrespect dots. Let me but find yeah, the name of that. Those. uh that's what's going on in my back right now. I definitely got to do some stretching. I want to tell you about Kylie's birthday and where we went because we've talked candy about... Candy buttons. Candy buttons. I don't want my back looking like candy buttons, Phil. Thank Literally. You for that research skill. It was very impressive. Yeah, I got so, you. So, me and K-Dog, we went to Nobu for her birthday. In Nobu, the city. Nobu, 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 Nobu. Went to Nobu downtown. Um, How was it? 
I'll, I'll get into it. First of all, a little backstory. Um, when me and Kylie like first started talking, we always said, yo, we want to go to Nobu in the city. For whatever reason, we never got around to it. And for her birthday, I was like, you know what? This would be the perfect reso to make. I'll surprise her. We'll go to Nobu. So I got the reservation. And we had a reservation for eight, I believe. And of course, me being me, um, we were running late. So I was like, okay, let me go on the, I think it was Open Table was the reservation app or website that I used. Right. So there was another reservation at nine. Uh, 9.15. So I was like, all right, I'll just, instead of calling and just letting them know that we'll be late, I'll just move the reservation to 9.15. Our Uber driver was awesome. And we actually got there at a pre- pretty decent time. It was like 8.40. So when we walked in now, we had to wait till 9.15, but they have this big bar upstairs. So the way that Nobu downtown is laid out, you like walk into this huge fucking building and then you make a right and you're in this like huge bar area. So we check in, we let them know that we're here for the 9.15 rezo. They're like, okay, you can sit right over here. So there was a little like revert, uh, reserve table, like a tall table with some bar stools. And we're right by the bar. And next to me is just like this tremendous pillar, bro. (laughs) That like I knocked on it. I'm like, oh my God, like this is just sheer concrete. Like the place was just built. It feels like this building was just built like hundreds of years ago. It's insane how much like concrete and pillars there are. Anyway, it's fucking beautiful upstairs. We end up getting two drinks. I got this like pina colada type of thing. She got this like green drink. I honestly can't even remember what it was, but it, I, I think it was, I think it was mochi. I might, I might be completely matcha. Up. Ma- matcha, maybe. I don't know. It was this yeah. green drink. It was very interesting. There was a lot of flavor. Mochi is the Japanese rice flour ice cream. Yes. Okay. Matcha yeah, is matcha. the green tea extract. That's, that's what it was. So good. It was, it was matcha. Yeah. I wouldn't say that I loved it, but I wouldn't say I disliked it. It was just like a lot of flavors. Anyway, so we're drinking, and then they're like, okay, sir, your table is ready. So then you, like, walk downstairs into this huge, like, restaurant area with all these tables, and there's pretty colors and lights. Then you see, like, all the chefs in the back making all the food. So let me break down for you what we ate because you got to bring Wildy here. It was so fucking good, dude. We got this black codfish, and I was thinking, like, upscale Japanese-style food in the city. Like, I was expecting the portions to be really tiny. Dog, this fucking codfish came out. It was, like, this big. And it had, like, this honey glazed on top. It was amazing. We got some sashimi, and all the sashimi comes, like, one slice laid in just, like, a circle. It looked like a a pie chart. All the freaking food in the center, and then it had, like, all the food on the perimeter, and then the center had, like, something you could, like, dip in. Had some, like, jalapenos on the sashimi for a little bit of spice action. We got this like fried rice cube that you would dip in some soy sauce. Then you would take this little wooden spoon and put some like caviar on top of it. It was all this just like fancy Japanese food. The dessert we had was like this cheesecake. And they don't sing happy birthday there if you were wondering. But they will put a little candle on the plate. And then they just say happy birthday. And then you blow out the candle. make Oh, yeah. We don't don't do that here. I was like, do you guys sing happy birthday? They were like, no, no. But they did bring like the little cake with the... the, uh, candle which was nice but dude it was really really cool they have like chopsticks that are like balanced on a little pebble just like fancy shit it was just, it was fun it was very delicious yeah. too really really tasty it was a dope night it's good atmosphere very good atmosphere oh but yo i saw we saw a fucking couple i would assume they were a couple fighting right when we sat down so we were like looking at the menu and we see like this fight we couldn't really fully hear it was kind of an audible because there's a lot of people obviously around but this girl just looked furious, right? And she's like staring at this guy that was in a suit. Like this dude was like in the nicest suit, had a sick Rolex on, just <laughs> sitting there like this, just like this was his vibe. Like you could tell full suit. This was the energy when she was like freaking out, and like saying a bunch of stuff. He was just like, like this, right? He looked like a video game <laughs> boss. Then all it of a sudden like, the yeah. girl just gets up and leaves. He stands up. He's like, <laughs> he walks actual out, and I'm like, sad. I'm like, oh shit, Kylie, we just witnessed like a full-blown breakup over here. That was pretty wild. And then another couple sat down and they were chill. They they made it the entire dinner. So that, that was, was just unfazed. It's crazy. But yeah, no, her birthday was really fun. I definitely recommend uh Nobu downtown if you guys like uh Japanese food in the city. It was really, really good. Probably like one of my favorite restaurants that we've been to. It was really, really fun. Um and yeah, it was a it was a solid, fun birthday. Do you understand why rappers rap about it now? Yeah, I, I told Kylie, honestly, I was like, listen, if if we came here and it wasn't very good and it was just kind of like the hype of the name, I was going to be pretty upset because like I was really looking forward to it. But it definitely, it met the hype for me. And everybody's okay. different, obviously. Like food is subjective. You could love <clears throat> something and 
someone else can hate something, but it was really fucking delicious. And because the portions aren't like crazy huge, the good thing is that when you get up and you leave, you don't feel like you just ate a fucking horse, you know, like you feel pretty light still, which is nice, but still. I feel like portioning is important. Because that plays into the whole experience. Like if I, if you go to a restaurant and you know that like their portions are just massive, you're just like, oh god, I'm gonna I'm gonna feel like that afterwards. I don't know if you and Wildy are like this, but me personally, and you guys can let us know what you do with your significant others when you go out to eat. We love the sharing vibe. It's like we'll order like three or four things and then just kind of like eat all of yeah. it, as opposed to having no, like for one sure. meal, one meal. You got to do it like that because then you have more variety. You exactly. Know, you get to try more things. You get to have like a more full restaurant experience. In my opinion, the share method is definitely the way to go. Yeah. My sister does a weird method, and you've probably seen other people do this too. Like, she she doesn't like to get entrees. She'll just get, like, two appetizers. I'm like, that's a, that is an interesting eat. method. <laughs> Some people like, no, love the I apps, like small man. plates. See, for me, I was never a dessert guy until me and Kylie started dating. Like, I love desserts, obviously, but... When I would go out to eat at restaurants, I would always just overdo it with the fucking bread. And then by the time the dessert would come, I wouldn't even want any food. But now I'm like, yo, be conscious. Be conscious. You got to leave room for the fucking desserts. Because if you leave here without trying the fucking creme brulee, it's going to be a problem. The creme brulee? If you don't get the fucking creme brulee, it's a fucking problem. I got two stomachs, you know. One's for the food and the appetizers. The other one's just straight dessert. There's never a point where I will not at least attempt to finish dessert put in front of me. You got to do it, man. It's, it, 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 there's something about like a creamy, fluffy, cold dessert. And then there's something about the hot desserts too. I could take both. I could take both at the same time. Don't test yep. me. You know, it's it's very tasty. Um, I've been doing the, the Instagram reels. I'm sure you've seen. I've been posting reels out the wazoo, sometimes four a day. I like Eight to stay between day. two and three a day. Randomly Dude, yesterday. was like, Wildy was like, what the fuck is Vinny doing? <laughs> yeah, so po- much post. Posting a bunch of reels. And dude, it's been insane. Like my Instagram growth has been crazy. I know I've been talking about it in a bunch of podcasts, but I wanted to update you guys on what's been going on because a lot of you are probably wondering why I have been posting so many reels. I got into the reels uh, bonus program where essentially now I'm I'm making money from posting reels. So I have Did a you hit the threshold. threshold? So listen to what happened. I have a certain threshold that I have to hit and then I can get the maximum bonus that they offered me. And these bonuses literally go all the way up from what I've seen to like 35 grand in the month. I didn't get the 35K. Mine's, I think, 1,200 for the 30 days. So I'm getting ridiculously close to hitting this threshold, which is fucking awesome because I didn't think I was going to hit it, but I'm very close. And then yesterday I get to Kylie's and I go to check on the bonus uh, analytics and it's just not in my dashboard. And there's six days left, now five days. So I'm like, what the fuck? That's weird. So of course, me being me, I'm you just like, put got- in all this work. <laughs> Dude, I'm like, I got to get to the bottom of this. So I started looking it up on Twitter, and now apparently I'm seeing, like, a ton of creators. It must just be, like, a glitch in the dashboard where it's not actually showing us the bonuses. But now my brain's going, like, okay, well, I've been getting views for the last 24 hours. Like, is it just a visual glitch, or are these numbers not counting towards it? So if that's the case, they should either extend it or, like, just give me those views that I did get to the fucking bonus play because... Everyone on Twitter is like, what the fuck? Is Instagram just not going to pay us now? Which I don't think that's going to happen. I think it is just a glitch. But it's really fucking cool, man, <laughs> that if if I continue getting opportunities to stay in these bonus uh, these bonuses, it's another like aspect of business now that not only A, incentivizes me to make Reels content, which are really fun and a lot of people are enjoying them, but it helps the growth on Instagram so much. I'm, I'm almost at like 36,000 followers right now. I've grown like well over, I think, like 3,000 people since I started doing this. I would have to double-check the analytics, but it's been sick. Did you see the New York – was it New York Post or New York Times? The New York Times article so I have no about idea. crypto scams and how like, like – this is like a problem. Remember what we were like memeing about like last year? Like well, we said going, eventually a lot of these people that bro, you know did things shadily – is that a word, shadily? Bro, it's going to come back coming. to bite them. No, it, it it's coming. <laughs> Listen, we, we've said this episodes and episodes ago, like if only people would just do things by the fucking book, you'd have no problems. But people one of make a quick buck. One of the employees of OpenSea was caught for insider trading with NFTs, meaning 
he knew that a project was coming out, so he bought them before they went out. And then like, obviously the value shot up. So he made about $40,000. And when I say that, that's, that's money. But like, if you're going to scam or, you know, launder shit or insider trade, 40K is kind of like peanuts in like the grand scheme of things, right? Yeah, well, it also depends like who you are, you know? Right. And, like, so what your, what your assets are or whatever. Guess what is the potential sentencing? Like, guess what he's facing up to? Uh, I have no idea. A lot. Probably. 40 years in prison. <laughs> Bro. $40,000 for 40 years in prison. Obviously, he's probably not going to get 40 years in prison. You might even just get a slap on the wrist. But, like, that's the gravity that they're dealing with this shit. I just don't understand how people thought, how anybody thought, like, you could get a- away with this crypto scamming shit. It just, to me, like, the fact that it is a digital thing that leaves, like, a footprint. And that was the whole thing that everyone talked about. Like, you can trace things back. There's a roadmap. It's on the blockchain. (laughs) What the fuck then? Like, why? I don't know enough about... I I just... I'm so over talking about the crypto shit, man. Like, I just don't even fucking care anymore. I don't even think the audience gives a fuck anymore. Like, my money was hemorrhaged in Ethereum. I'm still holding on for dear life. Just hoping it goes back up eventually. But other than that, I don't give a fuck. I'd rather talk about sandwiches and Nobu, to be honest with you. I mean, yeah, I just figured I'd, I'd update. Like, uh, the the day of reckoning is coming. The day of fate has finally come. It's just, I find it like, oh, oh, dude. <laughs> I mean, I sent you this. Okay, I, I don't want to be cocky, but I'm not wrong about, like, a lot of shit that I cover. Mm-hmm. Like, I pride myself on, like, getting information out there in a timely fashion where it's a little bit ahead of the curve. In the sense that, did you? Uh, I, I sent you the video last night. I, I guess what I'm saying is, I have a little bit of imposter syndrome, where like I'll make a video and be like, "Oh, like nothing will happen, haha, ha, nobody will watch this shit, whatever." Aiden it, Ross it got banned has, on Twitch. It actually has huge input. Yeah, inf- like influence. Aiden Ross. Aiden Ross got banned on Twitch, right? Mm-hmm. He comes back, like a month later, two months later last night or two two days ago with a promo video about like where he like where he's going next you know how all the streamers they're like oh i'm going to youtube yeah, and then like, like the sign up video. yeah yeah he made an announcement video and it's literally like a subtweet at me <laughs> like low key it's all about i mean did you did you see it or you just read what i said i i was i was watching it i was like a little bit confused he had like the therapist there and they were talking about where yeah. he's gonna go next and all these other things and then you were saying that there was something said in the video that you directly said like in one of your videos i called aiden ross the puppet of steak or one of the puppets of steak and then the guy in the video was like yo wake up steak puppet you gotta fulfill your hours uh, and i was just like i was like that's at me and then there's another so in my video, when I'm discussing Aiden Ross, calling him a puppet, calling him bought out by stake, I make a point to say that like, he doesn't, I guess it's just entertainment, but he always gets like shoved around by his friends who he'll like do like sus things to. So say like I go to like touch your face, right? You'd be like, get the fuck off me, bro. Right. Mm-hmm. Just say that was the case. So there's a whole montage in the video of him getting like beat up like, like that. And that was one of the points I made in the video. Like, I don't know. It's just. I think you need to realize, like, even even if one of your videos is like quote unquote underperforming, like for your video standards, you still get so many views. And the things that you talk about are very like on the pulse of internet culture today. So obviously, if a video does get upwards of like 500k, you'd be surprised how many people have saw it, know who you are, and how you've affected what a lot of these people do. Yeah, I guess I just don't have like that tangible, like, I don't know. When, when you work a, a normal fucking job, you could see like performance in front of you, but we have analytics or some shit. But when you have somebody make a video with a direct reference to like what you made or said, like it's just like the top streamers on the, yeah, I was the just world. Like, oh, okay. <laughs> like a little nod, like, oh, someone has seen my stuff. <laughs> it's just, it's uh, reaffirming that like, oh, maybe what I'm saying, like, like matters, I guess. I don't know. Oh, yeah, of course it does. I mean, everything. Because at the end of the. <clears throat> Sorry, go ahead. I was just going to say that, like, 
a lot of times it feels like you're just like shouting into a void mm. and like people will leave comments and stuff, but you don't have like tactical actual feedback of like, yeah. Well, another yeah, thing too that, I've, that I've noticed about YouTube is that like, there's just so many people that don't interact at all. Like I guarantee you, if we actually could see everyone that watches what we do, we'd be shocked at some of the people that do know who we are and do watch us. You especially, I mean, you're, your platform is fucking gigantic and and very broad with the things that you're discussing. You know what I mean? Thank you, man. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> I tell I tells it like I see it. I tells it like I see it. I don't know. It's just uh, the whole imposter shit is so fucking strange, dude. Because I, I don't know. It's just like one thing I can't get over. Like I, I don't feel like I like belong where I am, if that makes sense. I mean, you know what I'll say. I think I think going back to therapy would help with that tremendously. Because it True. would it would give you like the mental tools that you need to understand that like your thoughts aren't fact. And just because you're thinking negatively about yourself or you're making yourself feel less confident or less belonging, thoughts are just thoughts. They come and they go. Right. Right? Like just giving you nuggets from what my therapist tells me. It's like when I'm anxious about something and I'm creating this whole narrative in my head about, oh my God, I'm worried about this. I'm worried about that. Like worries are literally just thoughts that we create. They're not based in anything. Yeah, I know. So it's like if you can control your head to be like, no, fuck that. This right here is just a thought. It's not a fact. And you can, I can never say the word, compartmentalize that into the folder that says bullshit. And you just put that there. You're like, that doesn't matter. You know, and you're, and then you'll be able to do it like rapid fire. Cause that's what's been so interesting with me and my therapy lately. Like, I feel like in the last six months, Jesus fucking Christ, like my progress has been crazy. We're like, there used to be a time where a worry would pop into my head and I'd be like, I don't know what to do with this. Like, this is driving me crazy. And it would just linger right here. It'll just be like right in the fucking front of my brain. Like I would feel it, you know, that like visceral, like this is weighing me down. I hate this feeling. And that still happens every once in a while. But now like I'll get a thought in my head. I'm like, nope, bullshit. Uh, maybe something that I could, you know, express and, and worry about in a little bit more detail, but uh, bullshit, bullshit. And you just like visually can like see the cues of it moving. Bullshit. Bullshit. Now we need that part. Yeah. You just got to keep your bullshit radar on at all times. And you just, you get better at it over time. And like, like I've always said, and we've had talks about this like off of the podcast, but progress with mental health is not linear. And it's very, very like, it's very high peaks and, and low valleys and shit like that. Where like, you'll feel good for a week straight and you'll be like, oh my God, I'm unstoppable. And then randomly you'll have a day where like nothing really goes wrong, but you're just kind of in a funk and that's okay. You know what I mean? Like you can have yeah. those off days and yeah, like it's it's tough when when in our specific scenarios of like us being the content, it's very it, it used to be very difficult for me to like turn it off. Like if I'm having a really fucked up day and we bring, you know, a podcast episode that we have to record, it'd be tough for me to like shut that shit out and then just like focus on conversation. Where like yeah. sometimes I'll look back at old content, I'll be like, damn, like I could tell I was having a bad day. Where like <laughs> just my brain's not all there, you know? But over time, yeah. hopefully those bad days just go, 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 go. And then they fucking, I just, I love therapy. I just, I, I promote that shit to anybody and it might not be for you, but like at least give it a try. And that's not me talking to you. I'm just talking to the masses. Like give it a shot. Cause it could, it could fucking help you tremendously. You sound like me two years ago. <laughs> I was Bro. like, Vinny, I've been going to therapy and like, this shit's actually like fucking amazing dude it's it's like a fuck i'm telling you right now it's like a cheat code to life and you learn shit about yourself but you also learn a lot about people around you because you start to pick up on behaviors and patterns and things that people do and you can like put your finger on and be like oh i I understand why this is happening and then you have like better better relationships better friendships better interactions with people because you have more patience you can figure things out better you can navigate things better and you just have like healthier interaction in like every aspect of your life. And there's always work to be done, boys. Trust me. If you think you're good, you might be good. You might be great, but you could always be even greater. Just food for thought. (laughs) Food for thought. I hope at least five people found a therapist after this episode. That would make me very happy. That would be cool. Let us know in the comments. And if you have been in therapy, let us know if you want to share that and we could have a nice little comments discussion about it but yeah i got therapy on tuesday looking forward to that also writing notes has been huge for me i love this little do you get any segment any parts of imposter syndrome or no 
Um, I definitely do. I, I feel like I do with friendships sometimes. Just getting like really? fully candid and fully vulnerable. Like sometimes I'll just beat myself up and feel like I'm a really bad friend. And I, I need to like check myself and be like, listen, like obviously we could all do better, but like you're not a bad friend. Like don't fucking, don't keep that cloud over your head, you know, because like thoughts are thoughts, like I said earlier, but if you think about something for enough, like it becomes your reality. And that that's a yeah. shitty feeling, you know, as far as content though, not really. I, I feel like I have had that in the past, but I feel like I put out really good shit. <laughs> I'm just kind of riding that wave now. Okay, so I just looked this up and there's different types of imposter syndrome. Mm -hmm. There's the superhero where overwork themselves to make up for how inadequate they feel. Mm. Natural genius uh, set exceedingly high goals, feel crushed when they don't meet them. I feel like that's you already without even hearing the rest of them. <laughs> yeah. Expert, never satisfied with their level of understanding, always trying to learn more. Interesting. Perfectionist, never completely happy with their work, fixated on flaws instead of strengths. That would That's be that, me. That would be me too. Yeah, that'd be me. Uh, Bro, like I'll, I'll I'll post a fuck. Actually, yeah, I do have that. I'll post that. I'll post a reel or like a short because I've been posting a lot of those lately. And I'll notice like at the end of the video, maybe I'll notice one thing I wish I would have removed, and it will bother me for like five days. And I'm like, I should have deleted it. I should have re-uploaded immediately. That's my thing. I'll post something and then notice something right after and then want to take it down and re-upload. Bro, bro. Drives me crazy. The other night, I posted my Predators of Pickup video. Mm -hmm. And I'm getting to the point now where, like, I'm very thorough with when I'm, like, re-scrubbing through my video right before I upload it, mm -hmm. making sure, like, not one thing is out of place. Yeah. I did that, like, four times. The video is 20 minutes long. I, know. I sat there, watched my own video four fucking times. I upload it. 20 minutes go by. I read a comment. Yo, I hate to be that guy, but you misspelled style. I'm like, fuck. I know, <laughs> like, dude. I, you know I'm, what I did? I'm very bad with that. Did you take it down? I, I was that like, that was, that, was, that was nuclear. I cropped that part out in the, in the YouTube editor. And I was like, thank fuck that feature exists. Because it was like that small little thing would have eaten away at me. Bro, I, I'll I'll give you guys a little behind the scenes on a Nintendo video right now. When we were when me and me and Shade did a video where we had some fusion Pokemon, so basically just one Pokemon here, one Pokemon here. You put them together, you have a new Pokemon name, you have the host body, and then the colors from like the second one and, and the first one, whatever. So I'm I'm new to this fusion space, so there were a lot of Pokemon that we had to re nickname, so that way when it was in the actual video, they would have the nicknames that people could visually see. And I messed up like four of the nicknames. So I'm like freaking the fuck out over it. So what I ended up doing was refilming the footage of the gameplay with the proper nicknames for then the editor to like slice those in where it will look cohesive and it will be perfect. But now the nicknames will be solid. But now right. in my brain, I'm like, well, if I didn't notice that, what else in the video that I didn't, what else in the video did I not notice that might be like flawed or have an error? But at the end of the day, like, if you're fucking fixated on making every single thing perfect, you're already fighting the losing battle. And this is not even in content, but in life. Like, that was a big topic in therapy. It's like, if you go into situations and you're like, nothing's going to go wrong. I got this. Everything's going to be perfect. No. Well, I talked about this in an episode. What did I say? It's that if you tell yourself that a tornado is never going to come and you have that mentality, when the tornado comes, you're fucked. But if you can <laughs> accept the fact that there will be tornadoes, and you can do proper tornado prep, get all your fucking canned foods, get in a fucking bunker, prepare yourself, have the contingencies ready to go. Then you'll be fine when the tornado comes. But you can't have this la, 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 everything's fine, nothing's going wrong. Because <laughs> eventually you're going to upload a video and people are going to leave the comment, um, Phil, that's actually not a Dodge Challenger. That's a Ferrari <laughs> F50, whatever the fuck that video was. Then okay, you feel like I'm shit. fine with that one. I'm fine with that one. Yeah. Just because the amount of engagement that shit brought, but misspelling something, it's like that's that reflects on. Oh, dude, it drove me. My, crazy. It drove me crazy. You know, it drove me crazy. But thank God, like with the power of editing, there's like fixes for little shit like that. But if I would have uploaded that video and the name was wrong on that Pokemon, I would have literally been so sad. Like I would have been like, I want to take the video down. And it's weird because <laughs> I don't think people give a fuck. Like no, the one guy that commented that, I guarantee like that didn't bother him. He just wanted to point no, it out. You know what I mean? And it's I could have left it because it was it, like right now, like my B-roll is so strong that like 
one uh, one frame will be on the screen for like two to three seconds, then it's on to the next. So it's yeah, just like it, it constantly and is moving. The font, like I spelled it S T L Y E. So and I say style out loud. Yeah. Like when I say the word style, a lot of people didn't even catch sp- it. For sure. No, no shot. <laughs> I mean, you didn't it's fucking like, catch it, and you're the creator no, of it. So no, I know. Yeah. <laughs> But uh, it's not there anymore. You won't find a mistake in that video. <laughs> there you go. And if you do find a mistake, comment down below because then Phil will remove it because he's not I will, imposter yeah. syndrome. It's just a four-minute video now. <laughs> but yeah, solid fucking episode. I'm going to get some food in my tummy. I don't know what I'm going to order. Probably like a sandwich or something. But then uh, I'm going to set up my computer for a stream before K-Dog gets back. It'll be a lovely Sunday. Hope you all have an amazing Sunday. We're recording this day of, by the way. Shout out to Patty Trills for always coming through. Phil, any final words? Say hello to your grandmother for me. Take care, brush hair. We'll see you guys next time. Peace.